Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy G. Hi, everybody. This is Sean C. I guess. You might remember us from the Pie Factory podcast. Then again, you might not. And whenever we're not recording the Pie Factory podcast, we're li- what, what, listening. What's the matter? What's going on? <laughs> what's the <laughs> Wow. Gesundheit. Oh, the SNES podcast. What do you think? Better, uh, I think you better go wipe. Not that kind of podcast. Oh, well. Hi, Greg. SNES Podcast, with your hosts, Soul Blazer and George. Hello everybody, welcome to the Super NES Podcast. This is episode number 60 for your listening pleasure. Um, this is this is Greg, one of your regular co-hosts, joined by George, my other regular co-host. Hi. And we are once again here to entertain your butts with another Super NES game. Boy, do I like entertaining bots. <laughs> um, and we have an interesting one for you uh, for tonight's listening pleasure. Uh, we're covering a very obscure and relatively unknown uh, early Super NES game. Uh, one I doubt anybody's even played, much less actually heard of. Um, we're doing, on this episode, we're going to be talking about um, the... The flight, the flight sim slash uh, action game uh, Wings Two Aces High, uh, which was developed by Malibu and published by Namco of the Super NES back in 1992. Um, and uh, this is a game that I this is a game I have some experience with because I had rented this game shortly after it came out, and George, um, and George has never played. So this is the first time playing it. And boy, is it a doozy! <laughs> we will get into this because this game is interesting. <laughs> It's basically, yeah, this game's, this game's interesting to talk about at least on, on several levels. Um, playing? Well, um, maybe not so much, but we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, we uh, this may be a little bit an odd choice to cover because we to, to cover because we did cover fairly recently another another flight sim game like Wing Commander, but. Uh, these, but these two games are so different in uh, um, um, in scope and context that it kind of seemed to, uh, you know, it kind of seemed appropriate you appropriate to talk about. Oh yeah, this game played much different than yes. Wing Commander. But yeah, uh, we should first talk about um, we should probably like first talk about 
the original game, which this game is supposed to be a sequel of, but we'll get into that again, like you again in a moment. Um, anybody who's a big uh, or who was a big Amiga fan back in the day uh, has heard of the company Cinemaware. Uh, they were renowned for for being one of the best uh, game publishers, like with the Amiga, and their games are always super successful. They're super, super, super successful, like on that platform. Uh, Cinemaware dates back to 1990, uh, like when they were started. Um, and they published uh, a number of games, originally, uh, a number of games, originally, originally, like I said, like, originally, uh, as I said, like the Amiga, taking advantage um, of that, uh, taking advantage of that computer's extra memory and graphical processing, um, like a whatnot. Um, but the uh, number of games were also, like, were also, like, were also published to other, uh, were also ported to port other platforms. Uh, Wings is one of the most famous games that they released. Um, probably the most well-known game. That they, they're, they're probably the, 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 well, uh, the most well-known game that they did. Uh, just like it was a game, that, just like it was a medieval game, like Defender of the Crown. Um, have you played that one, George? No, but I've heard of it. Yeah, uh, DNS got a very good port of that game, and also the, it also came out like, on the platforms also. Uh, Rocket Rangers, uh, like another, like you know, very very popular game of theirs uh, that came from the desert. The desert is another uh, kind of a fifties fifties slash sci-fi um, uh, like adventure style game. Um, and there are other games, of course, like they published. Um, so yeah, uh, Wings is a very unique game. A unique game, like the fact that it covers a time period that not a time period and topic that not many road games have really gotten into. Not even like, um, not even like to, uh, to this day, World War One. Um, uh, well, now we have the the new Battlefield game, which must be very good, it. apparently, from what I've heard. I have no idea. I yeah, haven't bought it. Yeah, the reviews of that is very positive. I'll probably she'll probably pick up. You know, I'll probably have to, I'll probably have to like pick that game up at some point. I'm but, interested in playing. But yeah, World War One has not been covered very much, like like very much many games. And being like you know history major and also like and also being fascinated like wars and that kind of stuff, um, I kind of gravitated toward this game. Uh, I did not have an Amiga, um, but I did kind of. Uh, but a friend of mine did, and I did see certainly see see the game a lot at uh, uh, like a lot of his house, and also got to play it to play a little bit. Um, Wings covers. Uh, the campaign um, of a British squadron uh, in France during the did France during the, during the second part of the First World War, um, which are doing which are flying uh, planes doing planes doing like four different types of missions: uh, dogfights, uh, strafing, um, ground bombing, and uh, ground bombing and sea bombing. Uh, but what was unique about that game was that there's also um, very uh, the game was very very like well written. Uh, in between missions, you get a journal. Uh, like with the pilot was uh, the character the character playing as would write down things in the journal, like about like um, sometimes the game related stuff, stuff about the war, uh, encounters that kind of stuff. Sometimes it's like humor stuff. Uh, very very like well written, like very well done. Um, something else unique about the game is that they like is that the um, um, you don't need to finish a mission to have the game succeed. Uh, um, uh, sorry, to, to carry on. As a matter of fact, you can have your power, uh, your power be killed in combat and, and still carry on with the game. So, as I said, the game follows a squadron, not a squadron. You're not specifically a pilot. If your character gets killed, you just start over with somebody else. So, um, again, like, so again, like Wing Commander, um, you know, the game kind of has that 
to, to the game as a progression to the game to to regardless like your results. So, uh, Wings came out in 1990. Uh, it was certainly a very, like, you know, like, forward, forward-thinking game uh, because of those things. And this game certainly was one of the most popular Cinemore t- titles that were developed. Uh, this game did get a port to the Wings... to a port to the Game Boy Advance back in... back in 2002, um, as Wings Advanced, which plays very similar to it. But they also added on for that ver- version of the game uh, a German campaign as well, so you can play it, like, either side. Uh, because the original game, like, only featured something... Um, you'll feature campaign like you'll feature campaign a campaign like on the allies but um, and the game certainly was very long and certainly had a lot of meat to it um, because George had no experience with the game I showed him earlier um, I linked him also uh, I linked him over to a YouTube video of the game that's a complete you know, complete playthrough of the game and that you know, that let's play covers uh, clocks into you know, clocks and clocks into full eight hours. Yeah, and I, I have to say, I think I like that better than Wings 2. Mm. Yeah, Even I mean, the game's... I didn't get to play it. Yeah, the game's... Yeah, because the game is, like I said, you know, the game is very graphically advanced uh, to its time period to, and certainly had a lot of, you know, like a, a rich story, like fun gameplay missions to it. Um, a few years ago, uh, CinemaWare... Um, uh, CinemaWare uh, eventually, like, eventually, to, to, to eventually like, went bankrupt uh, because of, like, you know, some problems, sort of some problems that they had. Uh, but back in, but back in 2013, the company got reorganized again, and they were able to secure the rights to secure the rights to secure the rights to a number of their games. <coughs> are these are these people the some or some or all the same people? Or? Some some of them some of them same people. Yes. Okay. Nice. So, um, they started going about going doing remakes uh, of like their games. Uh, Wings got a remake. Uh, also, like, uh, uh, also like, also a, um, uh, also uh, also came from a, uh, also came from the desert and Defender of the Crown also got a remake. And the uh, desert is that? Um... That's the game I mentioned earlier. That's the that's the fifties theme sci-fi uh, uh, sci-fi um, uh, like adventure one, or like you know. Um, is that the giant insect one? Yes. Yep. Giant insects. Okay. Yeah. I've seen a game. I've seen some gameplay through that. The game got ported. Uh, the game. The game did get ported. The game did get ported like Genesis, but that, uh, but that version of the game is very different. Oh. Okay. So, I didn't know that but, at all. Yeah. So oh. um, they were so they so so they were supposed to remake Rocket Ranger as well, but that um you know but they ran into complications trying to complications complications trying to do that and they put the project out to the project 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 like up to one side so uh the remake the remake of the game is called wings remastered it's currently available on steam gog and um and mobile platforms and it's very awesome it's very good uh um i kickstarted that game so i i very highly recommend it um they in my opinion they did in my opinion they remade the game the way the, 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 the way the, the way no game supposed to, like supposed to be remade, the core the core of the game is, is still intact. They didn't change a thing about that. Uh, all the all they did to the game was just simply enhance the graphics, like enhance the music. Um, they added voice acting like into the game, uh, like the journal entries coming out being read by you. Uh, I'm sorry, like read to you. Um, and they also added support for mouse. Um, so you can now play the game with your choice of either like a joystick, a joystick, mouse, or a keyboard. 
So, um, yeah, the chorus of the game is, is intact. They didn't do a thing like a, uh, they didn't, so they didn't change a thing like about the game mechanics or, uh, like a risk messing, uh, you risk, you, 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 like, like, like a risk, like a risk messing thing up. Uh, the things up in the lineups like that. So, very highly recommended. Uh, if you enjoy, like, you know, flight sims, um, or like, you know, like action games, uh, like of the sort, uh, like it's a blast to play. So, um, so I knew about Wings already. So when I saw this game, uh, like in the store one day as a rental, I thought it was a sequel to the game. And it's not, really. <laughs> um, the development of this product, the, the development of this game is kind of interesting. Uh, this is a, this is a, this, so this is a classic example like a bait and switch, uh, uh, um, essentially. Um, boys of a bait and switch. The company, the company, the company that developed this game, it, uh, it was called Malibu Interactive. They were starting to, um, uh, they were starting to, uh, uh, they were starting to, so they were starting to, one. And they have, a, and they have a connection to Cinemaware because the, because the Cinemaware founder, Bob Jacob, was, like this guy who, like this guy who formed this company. So, um, because, and apparently he had the rights to the Wings title. So, so one of the first games that they were to, one of the first games that they developed, um, was a, like, was a flight sim loosely inspired by Wings, uh, that was called Sky Mission. And, uh, Namco signed a, uh, like, signed a contract with them to publish the game, to publish the game, like, in Japan. Within the, uh, but since Malibu had the rights to the Wing title, uh, the Wing franchise, because of the you know, because of the founder, they thought that the, um, you know they thought the game was close enough to the original game, um, and wanted to give their company kind of a successful you know, successful hit. They wanted to they wanted to so they wanted to play off the uh, the history like the gravitas that Wings had. So uh, so for an American release, they renamed the game Wings Two. Um, whereas I said in Japan, the game was released. Uh, like, uh, like the working title of Sky Mission, and it came out in Europe as you know, Blazing Skies. So, like the name is different, uh, like all over the world. I just like that stuff. Yeah, like, I mean, I understand. Like the name changes everywhere. I yeah, no, you're right. I understand. So I understand like, why they did it, um, because the game kind of has something in common, come for the original game, but. Um, you know, and they weren't entitled to use the name they wanted to, but it's not really a sequel. It wasn't designed as a sequel. It, it, it's not really fair, I think, to really be quite saying like, you know, hey, this is actually a sequel. Like, it's very really not. So, I mean, it wasn't designed to be a sequel. It, I mean, there's planes in the game. Yeah, so. It's got a two in the title. It's obviously a sequel, Greg. Mm. That's right. how it works, right? Just not the sequel you think it is. <laughs> or uh, maybe they should follow the path of, um, Aliens and just put an extra S on wings and it'll be a sequel. Wings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I suppose. So, um, Malibu, Malibu went on to spin out several other, uh, uh, several other labels. Curiously enough, also, they also did a comic book division like for a while. Um, and because of that, the company's now owned by, because of that, the company's now owned by Marvel today. Oh, I, well, that's very interesting. Yeah, they're still in business somewhat, uh, um, by that name. So, um, uh, one of the people who worked on this game, um, and I did not know this until I was doing research, do research like for this, um, was George Sanger, the fat man, uh, who, uh, famously composed, uh, um, uh, like a number of musical soundtracks for games this time period, including like Wing Commander, uh, again, uh, 
which we already talked about. So, um, yeah. the game came out first in Japan in September of, uh, September of 92. North America saw the game a month later, um, and it came out in Europe in January. And they, um, the game is, as the name implies, and as George already said, um, a War One based flight sim. Um, where you get to basically uh, pick a pilot and you get to go through 20 missions doing a combination um, of, of dogfighting, strafing, and bombing to, 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 to bombing missions. So, um, starting the game out, you get to pick your pilot, like I said. Um, uh, this is a nice touch. The original game didn't have this, so uh, this is one thing the game is going for of uh, its favor. Uh, there are five pilots you can pick from. Uh, for the most part, this is just cosmetic, uh, but there are some... Uh, but which party pick from does determine uh, which point you have the to, 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 to point you have to start with. Um, that is, you know, that's your character already. Well, your character already has some skills in a certain area, depending upon which pilot you decide upon. I felt like none of that did anything. We'll get to that. <laughs> oh, okay. Because it's uh, like this guy feels like this other guy that I maxed out on. Hmm. So uh, you, you, you can pick from Marcel LeBlanc, who's a Canadian. Uh, like flies to the RAF. Uh, uh, his main skill is shooting. Uh, Sean Malloy, uh, uh, an Irishman, um, whose main skill is mechanics. Being drunk. Oh, uh, <laughs> right, right, mechanics. Uh, John, like John Hargreaves, a factory worker from Manchester, England, uh, who's also uh, uh, who's trained as Stanima. Uh, Charlie Dexter, like an American, like who's uh, 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 like who volunteered because at this point the United States was not involved in World War One yet. Um, right. His uh, his main skill was flying, and Lawrence Wolf, uh, like from the West End of London, uh, whose main specialty is shooting. And not at the start of the game, but after the first mission, you get to access a skill screen, and this skill screen will come up after every mission. Uh, like this point forward where you can sign points in four areas uh flying which determines your maneuverability and you can allow your plane to do your tire turns shooting which affects your accuracy and range mechanics which uh which basically hit points um uh, like your plane and stamina uh which determines your fuel supply like how long the plane can stay in the air but uh you get a lot of points to start with and and it does not take very long to max out your to 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 to, to max your pilot out like all four skills. I think we do it in like five missions. So this is a real drawback of the game, I think. I don't like the stats because they don't do anything. Yeah, I well, well I mean, well, I mean, they do have an effect, but the game's too easy to make it easy to max out. I mean, like you know, this is like a real game, like um, you know. You know, to use an example of like a like, you know, flight sim game, um, you know, have you ever played 1943? Uh, no. The NES port of that game uh, also like also allows you to allocate points to improve skills. That game takes most of the game to improve everything, so... So, um, I thought you... At first, I thought you said this game is easy, and I said... Eh? <laughs> so, the thing about this game is the worst part of it is the flying around. And it's a plane game. <laughs> so, like, um, I mean, the way that they do it is nice. Like, the way that the world is set up and everything. I like that. But the problem is being able to... And this is with somebody who has maxed out flying and everything. Yeah. Um, 
Maneuvering your plane is very difficult. I think I would have an easier time jumping into an actual plane and flying it around than I would in this game because um, I found myself multiple times uh, wanting to like turn a little bit and uh, I found myself just going like completely upside down and that, you know, maybe crash or, you know, it just, it, there's a lot of, I don't want to say oversteer, but I, that's kind of what I want to say. Hmm. Um, I'm not sure if oversteer is a thing for a plane, but the, the turning is just too much for me. Some of that, some of that was designed on purpose because, like World War One planes, like were very primitive by modern standards. Like, very, uh, 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 I mean, they weren't very, um, uh, um, like they were complex, complex things to operate and fly. Um, but also, but also, but also, I do agree with you. Um, um, the original game, Wings, was not. Uh, you're playing. Uh, uh, you're flying the same. Uh, you're flying the same type of plane like in both games. Uh, we'll get to that to here in a moment. But in Wings, your plane's a lot easier. To, 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 to a lot easier like, to control and handle. Um, I think in trying to. Well, in the first game, it's <clears throat> it's more of like a. It's not fully, but it's it's more like a first-person view, whereas this game is a third-person view. Right. Yeah. This game, you're looking behind the plane. So. Yeah. Um, <coughs> which but, also is it was <clears throat> difficult for me to to aim and shoot, so I just found myself spraying everywhere. Right. Um, yes. Some of the complexity of that, I think, is because they're trying to to I'm trying to replicate the plane south because they um. Um, because in this game, um, uh, you're flying. Um, unfortunately, you only have one plane to pick from the whole game, um, and you, um, uh, you know it's a very famous plane. Uh, you're flying in this game a stop with camel, um, which. So George, like you recognize a stop with camel, uh, right? Yeah. Um, do you know which famous fictional fictional piece? Yeah, piece that really made this uh, fuel plane famous. No idea. Um, peanuts. Oh, okay. This is the, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the plane the Snoopy flies in his fantasies. Right. So the stop of camo was so named because it has a kick, uh, kind of a hump in the front of the plane. Um, uh, dear, dear, to where the machine guns like are mounted at. So because so anybody looking at it kind of like, well, okay, it's a hump. So like the nickname Camel came out because of that. Um, British plane, very good plane. Uh, definitely saw a lot of action toward the, uh, toward the second half of the war. Um, but uh, the stop of Camel was notorious like being a very difficult plane to fly. Uh, pilots would say that, you know, um, you know, the popular saying at the time, the popular saying at the time was that, you know, uh, the Germans, the Germans never much in, uh, liked encountering stop of camel because they never knew what the plane was going to do, which is kind of true because the pilot never knew what the plane was going to do either. Um, it was very, uh, <laughs> that sounds excellent. Yeah. It was a very difficult plane to handle and fly. And I kind of think, I think, I think that, um, so I think the developers realized that maybe the plane wings was a bit too easy to fly um, like they're trying to simulate, you know, simulate in this game some of the complexity, um, like at the top of Camel, but, but kind of like I'm like I'm also feeling like a is is that really necessary like for like a console, a, you know, console flight sim game, and b also I think they kind of overdid it, you overdid it a bit because the game certainly has some of the complexity that you mentioned. I I can understand if it was like 
um, a computer flight sim because those go in so like in, in such depth and everything. But this is not. But yeah, right. This is on the SNES, and it's right. like yeah. a lot of people are going to be very frustrated with the game. Right. Um, I was frustrated with the game a little bit, but I got, I kind of got the hang of it, but I didn't. It was, it's, it's difficult, and I felt myself also stalling a lot, which I could not figure out why because I was not. You know, my nose wasn't, like, too high or anything. It was just... It was just stalling on me. I was like, what the heck is going on? So, um... Yeah. And and I, I don't know if, the, if it was like this for you, but when you get into a battle, um, I find myself spinning around in circles for, for, like, five minutes until I could finally try to shoot at the guy. And then he, like, passes by me or something, and then I have to circle around for, like, another few minutes. Mm. And it just becomes very tedious. Yeah, um, I did not have too much problem um, controlling the plane. That um, you know, I, I, I did have some of the issues, I, 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 some of the issues, some of the issues that you described. But you know, I also um, I got um, I got the hang of it before long. Um, I actually th- um, I actually thought the game was like you know like like compared to Wings, I thought the game was actually both like both like kind of easy and too short because you know I was able to finish the whole game um, in just like a little bit over an hour. Your oh, wow. gameplay time. So, okay, yeah. Um, and, like, you know, some of the missions are a bit challenging, but the overall complexity of the game, outside of the controls, which are a whole different issue, I thought the actual gameplay difficulty in missions was too easy because there's no way to be able to set the difficulty level or anything else like that. The only option you have available to you is either, like, you know, like, uh, start the game or you're, you're, you're uh, like, resume the game. Uh, the, the password, the password, the password system systems using the game to see your progress. My but, least favorite part about this game is the bombing missions. Bombing sucks, yeah, because it really does. I mean, again, um, bombing, bombing World War One was very difficult because, like, you know, right. they didn't have the, you know, you didn't have the, uh, the, the target sites or anything else like that that modern planes have. So, right. um, again, but game... is it is it really necessary for an SNES game um, to make it very difficult? I mean, yeah, like you're get, like, I'm not saying like put crosshairs and say. Like, oh, pull, you know, press the button at, like, X amount of distance. Because, like, I hadn't, I didn't really have any trouble with the, like, the first bombing mission, which was, like, bomb a factory, which is, like, huge. Yeah. So, like, there you go. But then there was, like, another one where it was, uh, oh, bomb this tiny little bridge. And you had all these turrets shooting at you, so you had to, like, raise in altitude. Yeah. And uh, moving left and right... Would, like really killed me because it, it wasn't accurate enough so I was always off center and mm. it took me a while uh, it took me a few tries to bomb that bridge because it was like and also I'm horrible with timing but um, <laughs> it was very difficult because I was so off center and I was trying to center myself all this time but I was also trying to to maneuver my way out of the the fire so my plane didn't get sh- shot down and it was it was pretty difficult Yes, and unlike the original game, uh, you have to keep redoing a mission uh, uh, like over and over again if you fail it. Uh, there's no way to be able to advance uh, unless you actually finish the mission like successfully. I just use safe states. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a cheater. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> um, yeah. So. So. so, so, so we were talking about dog fights. To dog fight missions like a little bit. Um, in this one, like this one, you know, this one you're up against uh, one to three planes, and you're trying to avoid being shot down or shooting them down yourself. Um, as George mentioned, the viewpoint in this game is kind of behind the plane some, so it can be a bit difficult trying to like line up 
you would line up and shoot. Um, oh, it was pretty difficult for me. You definitely cannot go head to head for several reasons. So you're trying to make sure. <laughs> I was trying to make like go side sweeping music. Uh, you know, side sweep machines, uh, going side to side, hoping to catch them, you know, catch them in their flank to go shoot them down. Which AI actually... is not smart enough to to pull away when you're going head to head. Correct, and correct, and their planes are also very fragile. You, you know, yes. to much more fragile fragile than your plane is. There's my there's my experience that even like two or three good hits is not like to you know down him. I so. found myself uh, on one of the missions. I found myself saying. Oh, okay, well, I took down the other guy, and <coughs> I crashed into the other guy, but that means I can <laughs> I can go through with the, the rest of the game, so I'm fine with that, because it took, cause I kept retrying and retrying, and it's like, I can't get a handle on this guy, and the only way I could get him down is if he rams into me, <laughs> so I was like, eh, you know, I have like four other pilots, whatever, <laughs> let's just commit suicide. Bombing is the second type of mission that George already talked about. Um, you're showing a photograph, um, which is a nice touch, I admit. Um, but you're, 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 you have to avoid being shot down while, while placing your bombs correctly, correctly in the mission. Um, you can only drop two bombs at a time. Um, you can't you can't drop more bombs. And your first bombs have detonated, so that's kind of annoying. I have to ask you something, though. How else would they show you where you need to bomb when they just... Have you play through the mission and just have a uh, something come up and say, "Oh, wait, you have to bomb this thing now." I don't well, think that I, would be fair. I think I think having the the picture with the circle of what you need to bomb, I feel like that's pretty necessary. Yeah, I, I just mean that most games, most games, this type of use a map instead of a photograph. So that's only um, uh, because. But the thing is, the way that the scenarios are built up in this game, um, use. Do you mean like a mini map? What do you What do you mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they actually. Yeah, kind of like in like a. You, you, yeah, you're kind of like in like a topographical map, like on okay. paper. Like in like show you like okay, because the map show you. Uh, another thing that makes bombing difficult in this one is that you, 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 just like the map show you what's around the target. Whereas this one, you only have the photograph. It's like it's a very narrow, like narrow area, um, uh, like the screen. So right. in, in, in some missions, it can be confusing trying to figure out what you're actually supposed to. You're supposed to hit. Yeah, so I mean, the thing about these these bombing missions is, you you have you don't have full control of the plane. You can't turn around. You can't go somewhere else. Right. Like you're going straight. So, it's more of a, I need to memorize what to hit and not where yeah. do I need to go. So I right. feel like a map wouldn't really be necessary. Yeah. It's just more of like a memory game. Well, the bombing the bombing for me was okay, but by uh, but the worst. I mean, the worst mission in the game was driving missions. Um, yeah, uh, uh, like this one, like this one, you have to do pretty much what to, to, to pretty much what it implies. Um, your plane goes down very low on the ground, very low to the ground. And, uh, you know, you're trying to, you're trying to shoot it on the many, like as many enemy targets as you can. Um, that's so much. It's difficult. It's hard. It's frustrating. Yeah, this is my. Yeah, this and you the, get the, shot down very easily. You do. Yep. And your maneuverability. If you thought, yeah, like if you thought, you, like you thought, you, if you thought your maneuverability was bad in bomb missions, it's like even worse here, um, because it's very little you can do if you're playing. I, yeah, it's it. The maneuverability uh, is probably most of the difficulty in that. 
And trying to you know trying to line up line up targets to hit them with your guns is also tricky. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, there are so yeah there are some numerous problems like in this game. Um, um, graphic wise, this game's a mixed bag. I think um, the the dog fighting the dog fighting missions look okay. Um, there's some nice background effects like you know like uh, the ground and also like mountains and mountain uh, mountains and hills that kind of stuff. Um, it's typical early like early Super NES uh, style and quality. Like, uh, I I I um, feel like they could have done better with, with to, to, to better with it, but it looks like it'd be you know it looks okay. Um, the bombing and the bombing and strafing runs, however. Um, are, mm. Don't even have, you don't even have don't even have that eye candy to, 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 to show you. So very very graphically simple game, I thought. Yeah, I, I mean, it looks fine. Yeah, it did it. It looked like it used mode seven for the flying around stuff. Uh it didn't. Uh, I oh into really? The, yeah, I looked into that, and, and it's like you know, um, um, it, it probably. It's like it probably would have looked better like they had to use mode 7 I think but yeah no um, it actually I see the thing is it looked like it did use mode 7 so that's pretty pretty good if you can make it look like it was mode 7 but if 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 they were to use mode 7 it would look much better than well I, I could not find anything online or doing research in the game that indicates you indicates that it did um it might have used it a little bit during the dogfight missions, right? But it certainly doesn't look as good as you look as good here as like it's been other games, like the other games that are clearly recognizable as using Mode Seven. That's why I said, oh yeah, I don't, you know, I don't, yeah, um, I don't think this game uses Mode Seven. If it does use Mode Seven, it use it, it would use it a very simple, like simple primitive effect. Yeah, so. no, to, to, I mean, to me, and like the dogfights and everything, looks like it does, but I don't know. I, I, I mean. If it does, cool. It's fine. If it doesn't, then that's that's kind of cool too, because it kind of looks like it does. Yeah, we already yeah we already talked about the controls a little bit. Uh, the controls are the controls are pretty simple. Um, um, there's nothing wrong with the there's nothing wrong with the options you have available to you, like how they're laid out. The problem is the problem is George said um, your plane's very touchy, um, and it can be very difficult. Uh, sometimes you get to sometimes do what you want to do. Um, and the pad kind of felt... Uh, the pad could be a little bit tricky during the dogfighting... Um, sorry, during the strafing and bombing missions to be able to... It's, it's not a responsive response to those missions like the dogfighting stuff. The so. controls felt way too stiff. Yeah. Yeah. But... So. but- <laughs> So this this is weird. This is a weird combination. They felt stiff, but like when seeing it through the game, it's it makes you feel like the controls are a little drunk. <laughs> so it's it's yeah. stiff but drunk. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Right. So, um, music and sound effects. Uh, there's some. There's not really as much in this game. Um, I actually I'm sorry. I take that back. Um, the um, there is music in this game. It's not. It's not a huge catalog of music, but there's about it's maybe like fitting. about yeah five or six pieces I think they use during the game. It's it's um, definitely fitting at least. Yeah, it's very military yeah. sounding World War One uh, um, uh, time period appropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, lots of drums that kind of stuff. Uh, there's one piece that plays during the mission briefings. Uh, different pieces play during the during the 
uh, during the combinations themselves. Um, not very a lot of variety here. Like you will hear your pieces, the pieces again and again and again as you go through yes. the game. But um, but for what and there it's, is, it's fine. So yeah, and the sound the sound was liking too. Yeah, sound effects are pretty simple. It's so like it's you basically know, engine noise, gunfire, right? Explosion here or there. Yeah, so that's not, not too anything too crazy. Nothing very great. Uh, um, you know, like the sound department. Um, so we are talking about most of the problems. The, 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 you know, most of the problems I thought. Most, most of the problems. Of, the most of the problems I felt this game had. Um, some additional problems for me. I, I think. I think the game is overall like, too easy. Like I said, um, you know, I was able to finish it. To finish off 20 missions, like too much hassle. Um, there is some. There is a nice touch, like the, the you know, nice touch, like in the last game of the, the you know, last game of the mission, because you get to go up against the Red Baron himself. Um, right. You know, um, so that's kind of that's kind of cool. Um, hit detection is another issue, I thought, because I'd swear the times when I was like landing hits on hits on something and nothing happened. So, I, so I thought the collision detection in this game was a bit wonky. I wouldn't know because aiming and firing was difficult for me so yeah me um, now that you say that maybe i kind of feel that way too right i feel like some shots that i should have hit like the wing of the uh enemy plane or something i, I missed yeah so. yeah there's no uh no gameplay options available in the game um you know a lack of journal uh that the original game had is sort of is, is really missing they could uh, you know, they sure could have thrown in a little bit of dialogue or, or dialogue or some kind of like you know in between mission stuff to you know to keep the game like more variety, um, interesting. Uh, I guess, but how much how much can words make this game interesting? Well, well, a little bit of backstory because like I said again, this game's again this game's not really a sequel to Wings, but right. but they're trying to copy Wings, um, and Wings the story, um, and the journal and the journal parts of it were, were one of the things that really helped the game a lot. Uh, like really made interesting, uh, like interesting, interesting, entertaining. Can kind of give you, you kind of give you a break between missions. So I understand this being a console game. They're trying to focus more upon the dogfighting and the action stuff, but it kind of feels the game's kind of lacking. The overall game, just just the overall game itself, just feels lacking. It's like you know. Well, yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. It's is lacking. I mean, it's like it's 85% done. Uh, you know, it's like they kind of cut it. It's like they ran out of money and just thought they shipped the game uh, before putting the finishing touches on it. Actually, what they didn't tell you is this is the beta version of Wii. <laughs> and Very well, said, could you be. know, you know, <laughs> uh, the, those 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 console people, they, they don't know anything. <laughs> They'll just eat it all up. Um... There are some things in the game's favor, I thought. You know, not to be like entirely negative. Um, the music, like the music, the music, as you, as you mentioned earlier, not a lot of it, but but what there is here does sound very good. Um, there's some uh, some of the graphical effects during the dogfighting missions are like are very nice. Um, it does kind of give you kind of sense. Um, there is kind of a sense of flying, uh, like in the game, and children dogfighting missions at least. So I will kind of feel like uh, that's you know that's nice, um, and if you get good of the plane, uh, uh, you can actually do some very like neat tricks with it. Uh, so, that's, so George sounds like he did some he did some tricks by accident without even like you know, meaning to. <laughs> I also won't forgive you for that joke. <laughs> but uh, um, um, so um, 
I also think this game is a good kind of introduction, the introduction of flight sim game. I mean, like, you know, there are better flight sims out there, but Super Mario did not have a lot of flight sims available on it. So, so, and, um, and, and, you know, the time period makes this game, like, very unique because, like, the, because most flight sims will, uh, focus either on World War Two or you know, the modern day period. So, uh, doing a game in World War One is always like you know, very fun. Uh, and finally, uh, a cool touch. Um, I realized that you probably didn't look up the manual of this game, George, but the, you know, the manual of the game um, is filled with uh, um, is filled with very beautiful photos um, of World War One uh, planes uh, taken from the San Diego Museum. Oh, why didn't you tell me this? I would have really liked to look at that. <laughs> uh, I. Yeah, I forget about that myself because I saw like mentioned. So, um, so yeah, very good manual to the game. So I'll give it I that. I guess I'm gonna have to take a look at all the manuals now just so I don't <laughs> miss anything. Um, I'm gonna have to take a look at that because that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, yeah, it's a nice touch. So, um, what were some of your? So, what were some of the things about the game that you like, George? Um, I mean, I actually liked the way it looked. Uh, it looked nice. Uh. It's got a World War One theme, mm -hmm. which I, th I think we already said not too many games do that. Right. Uh, I don't really have too many good things to say. Uh, because I didn't really enjoy this game that much. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. Um, I don't hate it. I don't either. But definitely, um, but this game's definitely, but this game's definitely, but this game's definitely, you're definitely subpar. Definitely um, lacking, yes. It's, the biggest problem with the game, I think, like I think, is like the overall game. Just the overall game, just, just despite the missions and options available, and, uh, are available to you, uh, the overall game, the overall game is just boring. Yeah, there's uh, no excitement. Like yeah. even in the dog fighting, it's like, oh, I missed him. Now I need to turn around, and oh, wait, he's shooting at me. Now I need to keep turning. Oh, now I'm stalled. Hey, it's it doesn't. It's not fast enough. It's it's slow. It's you know, it, and it's would difficult. Be, which would be fine. If, so which would be fine. If this was a flight sim, but this isn't a flight sim. I mean, this is a console, yeah. a console-based action, action, action game. Yeah, action-themed, yeah. like action, the action-themed flight game. So and, and just that's like not <clears throat> what it feels like. It just feels like <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, it's it's very sluggish. Um, it's hard to control. Um, the, some of the missions, most of the missions are not very well designed. Uh, they're, yeah. they're just simply like, you know, like, shoot down one plane, shoot down two planes. Like, you know, bomb this target, bomb this factory. <laughs> but, right. uh, um, you know, it's not really like a lot of um, to a variety of spice of the game. Up at the very end, the last mission's fun. I will admit that. Uh, mission, uh, mission 20 is definitely a challenge. I so, didn't uh, get there. Yeah, so. Um, yeah. Your pilot's too easy. Yeah, your pilot's too easy. Too easy to max out. But, um, but even conversely, when he's maxed out, it isn't. Um, it doesn't. Really, it doesn't really feel like it helps out that much. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it does anything to me at least. So. And also, I, I just like, on top of that, all these people that you you have <clears throat> the ability to. I don't want to say to use. That sounds wrong to me. But like, the ability to play as, mm -hmm. like they all feel the same too. So like when they die, it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like, you know, oh, somebody died. It's like, oh, I just lost another character. Like, let's go and play somebody else. You right. know, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like, 
oh no, like I need, I want to keep this guy alive because this guy has this huge, like this backstory and this, this and that. No, it's just a name and a face and it doesn't really give you anything. It doesn't, you know, each person doesn't have like really too much of a story. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, so you're not um, even really, you're not really even tied to the characters. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, again, again, I think console game. They probably, I mean, probably uh, there were some limitations, but you know, but but you're at least having a little bit of you know, a little bit of variety because again, Wings. One of the great things about that game is, is like the very detailed journal entries that you get. So it really does flesh out the characters. Um, just, like, you really do feel a sense of you, 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 you sense of attachment, uh, attachment to them, you attach it and whatnot, right. and all that's you know all that's missing, and you, 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 all that's missing like in this game. So, um, final thoughts. Um, I think this game is only worth playing if you're a certain kind of gamer. Um, if you enjoy like you know simple action flight sims, um, especially if you want something that's set in World War One, because like I said, um, you know, you, um, this is a very like unique time period. The, the time period is not covered by it's not covered uh, you know, by many other games. Um, check this game out. So if you want to have like you know a kind of a simple, a simple, somewhat easy uh, action 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 flight sim on the system. Um, you, you, like, you may have some fun with it. Um, uh, most, um, if, you, if you're not a flight sim fan, though, or if your um, your tastes more run toward the uh, you know the complicated games, by all means, skip this game and just get like Wings Remastered instead because that game's much much better. Yeah, uh, I actually want to pick that up. Mm. So, um, so hopefully, sometime in the future. <laughs> Um, there are two cheat codes available to you in this game. Uh, yeah, so uh, um, if you want to have a fully equipped plane, that is, you know, let's just say like you want to have your pilot like maxed out like right away, um, uh, go to the password screen, don't even put a code, just go to end and pre um, push start. Um, there's also a way to be able to get radar in the game, which is uh, uh, which is something of course World War One planes like did not have. Oh, um, some more radar love. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, George and I had an off job mic discussion like about like GPS systems, and whatnot. So, but uh, um, this is also a callback to rock and roll racing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, <But> yes. <laughs> so to activate that from the screen, uh, to, 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 to screen, um, put, push and hold up, uh, up, uh, uh, up L and R, and you start a game, um, and then that will give you radar in the game, which which makes uh, that makes dog fighting like a bit easier. Um, but that's really pretty much the only thing it does for you. Why, so because they might as well just put it in the like why did they code that in? They might as well just have it in the gameplay anyway. Well, because like I said, World War One they didn't have radar, so why, but, why did they code it in? Is what I wanna know. Uh, playtesting? Um But if they want to playtest, they might as well just play like everybody else and say, Wow, this game needs to be worked on. <laughs> games always have like you know like uh I mean, like well, we had games always have like cheat codes or uh, well, yeah, no, I understand. To be I understand to. things like oh, like invincibility, because you want to like test the level or something. Right. But a radar, just I don't know. Let's not. I don't. What? Uh, I don't care anymore. Let's go. Let's go on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> so, uh, what about you, George? Like, you have any uh, final thoughts um, that differ from mine, or what was the subtitle of this game? Hi, Aces. Uh, Aces high. Aces high. I didn't yeah. see anything about 
playing card games. Well, this refers to the fact that you know, even nowadays, considered to be called um, ace uh, uh, once he shoots down five planes. Hey, Greg. Yeah. That was a joke. Oh, sorry. I wasn't sure. I mean, like, you know. No, that's that's fine. It's good. It's good to educate, even if it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> and and you definitely and yeah, and you definitely you definitely shoot down like one of five planes this game. Oh no, so. I know I know a decent <laughs> amount of of plane stuff due to right. my so. father and his work and everything. So yes, yeah. Oh, speaking about planes, we didn't mention um, just like on the British side, uh, how you only have the one plane available. Um, you're, uh, during the whole game, you're going. Uh, you're only going up against one type of German plane, also, which is again, like you know, like which again, not very like you know, realistic. Um, uh, like all your opponents are Fokker uh, D7s. Um, hey, watch your language. <laughs> um, well, that's what the plane was called because made like because it was manufactured by the Fokker company. Um, I don't like this uh, podcast anymore. <laughs> The D7 was probably the most famous German plane uh, during the war. Uh, um, it's a, uh, like, like, like a bit of a stop with camel. It's a, it goes higher. Um, they can climb higher and faster, but it's also like a heavier plane, uh, a heavier plane, like more sluggish. Um, it was used, however, uh, by the Red Baron himself and also like his flying circus uh, squadron. So, um, so they only so so again probably so again probably probably because of space and memory constraints. The only th- uh, 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 they, uh, uh, they only coded um, like two planes, did one for each side. But at least they were the best planes, the best planes available to both sides during this time period. So, still, I mean, like different planes, uh, different planes. At least like fighting against different planes, like it would have been a nice touch. Uh, you would have added some more like variety to the to the game. Sure. So. Anyway, um, because this game is kind of uncommon, uh, um, uh, um, and kind of like ignored, and uh, nobody cares about it, um, it the game's the game's pretty cheap as far as the Super NES games go. So is it like a dollar? Not that cheap, but not that much more expensive. Well, then it's not worth it. <laughs> um, there are there are fifty four copies of the game currently they're, they're currently available on eBay. We're twenty seven to twenty seven sold recently. Uh, loose car pricing ranges ranges quite a bit. These prices include shipping. Um, you can get the cart to the cart by itself uh, from anywhere from like four dollars to eighteen dollars. And there were two CI and there were two CIB copies that sold recently. One one for forty five and one for fifty five. That is way too much to pay for that game. Well, well, for a collector, um, you know, see, I, um, you know, you know, this game, this game, like I said, is not very common. I don't think the print run of this game is very huge. So, so, like, see, I pricing, like, it seems, like, seems, you know, seems fair. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and four bucks? Yeah, I, I could see paying four bucks for this game for card only. I Maybe. Uh, yeah. I, um, you know, I would not pay much more. You know, I, uh, I would not pay, like, pay much more than that. Agreed. But, but you know, four bucks is kind of okay to mess around with it. Well, the way that I would mess around with it is I'd probably smash it with a hammer. <laughs> so, I guess it'd be worth uh, it. Right. No, it's 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 not that bad. It's just, uh, like I I wouldn't want to spend money on it really because it's. Hmm. I I bet you I'll forget about the game tomorrow. You'll say, oh, hey, uh, 
about that episode we did we did an episode <laughs> what game did we cover wings 2 huh what kind of game is that <laughs> the replay value of this game is very slight uh once you finish the game there's you have very little appeal to go back to it i, I don't even want to go back to it and i didn't even finish it <laughs> how far did you get in the game i think about halfway hmm, pretty good and then i was like uh <laughs> it was it was just like frustrating too and it's like you know like Games are supposed to be fun, and I really don't want to get super frustrated over something. Like, you know, getting frustrated a little bit over something is, like, alright, and if it brings you in, and, you know, you keep going at it. But it's like, this game is just like, you know, why am I playing this? Like, <laughs> I don't want to be so frustrated, so I'm just going to take a break. <laughs> That's what a lot of it was for me. It was just like, you know, I'm just going to take a break. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, one more thing about the manual. Uh, the manual actually mentioned, believe it or not, um, I forgot about this, uh, so I just like look up a copy, do a copy of the manual like online, or do, 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 uh, online real quick since we, uh, you know, since we were talking about like, how nice the manual the manual was. Right. Um, they actually mentioned the radar in the game. Uh, they, the radar like the manual. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, they do. So my my point still stands. <laughs> uh, yeah, they get the cheat code for the radar like right in the manual. Then just put it in the. I, why? Is this some kind of like. Does somebody have some kind of vendetta and they're like, nobody looks at the manuals anymore? <laughs> we, you know, we need to make sure people are looking at the manual. So if they read the manual, you know, this game is going to be a little easier for them. But if you don't. Like, really? Come on. You even put it in the manual. You just might as well just slapped it into the game and said, hey. You don't need a code for this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You're asking the wrong person. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm barking so, up the wrong tree. So, anyway, uh, very interesting, very interesting game to talk about at least. Uh, probably more interesting, probably more interesting to talk about than play. Um, yes. Yeah, like, yeah, like I said. Uh, I don't, I, I mean, I really don't mean to be mean, but I can't. There's not too much I can say that's good about this. Yeah. Game. Yeah, the game... Uh, like, it, yeah, yeah. at best, the game's okay. Um, so, but uh, there are worse Super NES games that, that you out there. Um, I would not put this on top 10 list of the worst games, for the worst games, like, for example. Right. But, um, but but it's, like, pretty far down there. You know, like I said before, anybody who enjoys, like, uh, like, like, like easy flight... Well, I, well I, I mean, easy and, like, you know, not... Not not solid flight sim, but more like you know, like a more action-based flight sim game. Uh, the remake of Wings available to, 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 to available on PC and uh, PC and mobile platforms is definitely much more highly recommended. Um, you know, definitely much more. You definitely you definitely deserving your time and money. So, changing gears, uh, we're uh, uh, we're going to be talking about um, uh, you know. Um, a much better game uh, like the next episode. Um, this is George's George's pick. Yay. So, so, George, what game are you going to inflict upon the listeners next time? Oh boy, it's another Japanese game, and it's Star Ocean. Yes, our second, our second Japanese-only game. Uh, this is the first game that launched the franchise. Uh, 
uh, of sci-fi based like role-playing games still going on today. There was a uh, there was new game there was new game released just about six months ago, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, there is a remake of this game available to available on the PSP. But George and I, but George and I are going to be looking at to looking at talking about the original Super uh, to, to, to Super Famicom uh, version of the game. My favorite part is when you told me the subtitle of the remake, and I was like. Holy crap! I'm already playing through that game. <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah. Uh, Star Ocean also Star Ocean also has a, also has distinction of being one of the largest Super NES uh, games made as far as the cart size. So yeah. Uh, and um, good good for you listeners that this this game is not as grim as my last Japanese pick. <laughs> so there's there's something. No, uh, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. So, this is a game. This is a game I was meant to check out, but never actually had the time uh, to be able to, to, to dive into it. Well, here you go. Um, yep. So, I guess, yeah. So, this, so yeah. The, yep. The podcast will podcast the podcast will do that for you. So, mm-hmm. but they, um, so um, after this, we're planning upon doing after this, we're planning on doing Christmas themed. Um, uh, 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 special. So, and, and um, and there's also there's also, also there's also a couple other special episodes planned after that as well. So stay tuned. Um. So um, if you so if you have any questions, comments, feedback, etc., we would welcome them. Uh, you can find us on a, you can find us on Facebook, or you can also send me uh like an email directly to the SNES podcast at yahoo.com. Um, and uh, we're all and. Uh, and uh, we are a proud member of both Throwback Network and Retro Junkies, uh, which are also filled with other great retro-themed uh, game and non, like a non-gaming retro podcast. Uh, highly recommend to highly recommend checking both those out. Uh, ratings, reviews, uh, you know, iTunes are always like are always welcome. You know, highly encouraged. And George, how can listeners you'll get a hold of you? Well, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mr. Chief. That's at M I S T U R C H. E-E-F and uh, I do game streams as well if you're interested in that um, twitch.tv slash mrchief twitch.tv uh, slash m-i-s-t-u-r-c-h-e-f same spelling as twitter and hey I uh, do other podcasts Greg and I do PlayStation Power where we cover PlayStation and PlayStation 2 games I do uh, Master System Masterpieces, where we cover Master System games, and I do uh, the box fort, where we just sit down and talk. And that podcast is quite a doozy. Definitely not family friendly, <laughs> uh, if you were wondering. But um, yeah, great. So, um, so once again, we always appreciate you listening to. to, to to appreciate you listening to, to listen to the podcast. Um, you know, by all means, if you have any. If you, 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 you have any questions, questions or, or feedback upon past games, or whatnot? Uh, doesn't you know, doesn't matter how old the game is. Uh, we would welcome them. So, um, you know, as always, we appreciate you taking the time to listen to this, and okay. we will see you again next time. Bye. Take care, all. Nintendo controls eighty percent of the video market, but no matter how you play the game or which game you play. Things definitely have come a long way since Pac-Man. Now you're playing with power. Doom Bomb Power.